Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Dealer's Choice. Uh, this week, I am joined by my beautiful, lovely, adoring co-hosts, Alex Bominorish and Morgan Bomadan, brothers from birth. How are we, boys? Oh, it's always nice to see my bro, um, my <laughs> brother from birth. Uh... <laughs> Together apart. Uh, um... As you would have guessed from the title, we watched The Evil Dead 2 this week, a classic from more than a couple years ago, the start of Sam Raimi's illustrious film career. Uh, boys, Wouldn't boys, Evil top of Dead the pop. 1 have been at the start of his career? So there's there's some talk about that we can do, but <laughs> just like initially, what were your impressions, guys? Did you like it? Did you hate it? How did you feel? I'm interested to hear Alex, so let's let Alex go first. I must admit, <laughs> the opening, the opening twenty minutes or so, I was just like, I felt like I'd whiplash. I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> yeah, I was just like, so quick. "What?" Oh, um, so great. And it's completely batshit. And you know, I was part of me was like, "A what?" Like, mm, I went through so many emotions <laughs> in this film. I was like. Well, hold on a minute all this goo should be all over the house but it's no longer all over the house and then so part of me was like what is going on this doesn't make a lot of sense but i think i ultimately enjoyed it i think there was a lot of joy to be oh, had yeah. in the sort of slapstick <laughs> quality of it all oh, um yeah i think there was a lot of joy to be had but there were moments there where i was like oh boy this is yeah. very much yeah, a zach yeah. film <laughs> Um, Morgan, how did you feel about yeah, it? Yeah, uh, I was aware it's a cult classic. Um, I've heard a lot about it. And I've seen, I think, I'm, I don't remember, when I, I've seen parts of Army of Darkness when I was a kid, but I'm, I'm probably going to rewatch it after this. But I spent the first 20 minutes quite confused, like Alex, mostly because, like, yeah, there was some stuff, but I was also like, how is this a sequel? I was it spent forever trying to figure out, I'm like, <laughs> it's the same character, but it's a different premise, but he doesn't remember, but it's, I, I was just trying to, I was just, because, like, I was just, like, trying to ground myself, and I couldn't find any ground. I'm like, I, I it's it's a sequel, but it's not, it's like a reimagining, and then, I, and then once I was just kind of like, I'm over it, and then I, I got, I'm like, it's it's just like, yep, we start, we've hit reset, and then I was good to go. <laughs> okay, so... I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Can either of you try for a non-spoiler version of a synopsis? Because I realise watching this, there is a lot of shit you could spoil for someone. Because there's just so much as there's just batshit going on left, right, and centre. And I feel like if you mention it, maybe you take away one moment here or there. So can either of you have a crack at a synopsis that does not spoil um, anything? I think I can do a basic. So for some unexplained reason, a couple go to someone else's cabin and acts and accidentally reawaken because the couple who were previously there awake awaken some some form of demon or evil spirit it's not really explained and then they that that evil spirit terrorizes the 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 main the couple plus some extra people for the for, for the movie essentially yeah that's fair yeah i, um, I don't know yeah, it's it's way more comedy than it is horror. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this movie. it is. It's absolutely way more comedy. I was thinking like this is the worst Airbnb ever. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was thinking throughout. I was like, but it wasn't even. They no were just like, oh, we'll just windows. we'll just go to the cabin. I don't honestly. I was looking for it. I don't know that they explain why they went to someone else's cabin. I don't know <laughs> that didn't. it is explained they at didn't. all. And it's, I, it's, I was it's looking. absolutely. I was looking. Don't think the first I couple looking. owns the cabin, and there's just no explanation for why they're at the cabin in the first place. It's very interesting to me. <laughs> it's very funny. 
It kicks um, off very quickly. I will say that. Like, oh yeah, it gets right. Oh, yeah. I have that in my, I have that in my notes as like four minutes and twenty seconds into the movie, we have an exposition dump, and then at about ten minutes into the movie, the movie has gotten into the second act. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> straight there. <laughs> um. Anyway, okay. I, I think this movie, I, I I enjoy so much of it, but uh, I think we should start with the negatives to to kick off because I think there's a lot as no, there's a lot of fun and I'd prefer to talk about the fun more than the negative because there's negatives but let's get the negatives out of the way. Um Morgan. Uh this isn't a personal negative but I know it was a negative of Alana's so I'm just going to ne- mention it here. Um there was a lot of screaming in this movie, a, a, like a lot like like too much screaming, like a lot of just like and a lot of it was like Bruce Campbell just in a room by himself just screaming. <laughs> like I didn't have too much of a problem with it like I I kind of knew it was like taking the the piss a little bit but it was also like a lot of made it made it almost unwatchable for her she was like i just i can't do it it's too much so that's that's it that's something to be aware of there is a lot of screaming in this movie <laughs> there is that there is certainly a lot of oh screaming gosh, yeah. um i think for me the biggest problem i had was the fog there was just so much fog <laughs> everywhere. I was like, and then these beautifully lit night scenes where they step outside <laughs> yeah. of the house and everything's perfectly lit and then there's this fog that comes through. And Alex, like, there's the one scene where they like drop a lamp and all the lights go out and they light the lamp up and you see the actual radius of the light from the lamp and it's like half a foot and then they turn the studio lights on and everything yes. is just perfectly lit. I love yes. It. It's so dumb. There is that. Um, and then there's one scene where he opens the front door and it seems like the fog is coming from within the house <laughs> and not from the outside. I didn't even notice in. any of the fog stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was so much fog. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a very minor gripe. I think it's clearly satirizing this sort of you know demon type horror film that you've got going there. Um, yeah, that's my only other yeah, real negative biggest... is like, and it's like getting into like the movie a bit. But I, I it's like I don't know if it's about to be satire. I was like, I don't understand. Like, is it one bad? spirit evil demon is it multiple is it tons can of it go yeah. through doors can it not like it you get all these like i really like the yeah. shots where you're like first person like it's like coming wrong along the like the forest floor and stuff but i'm like what is it is it invisible can it, it stop by doors what like this whole like, I, I don't understand it clearly has like it clearly has eyesight yeah because there's a scene where bruce campbell avoids it by like playing hide and seek which i really like i think it's hilarious well, there's also a scene it has like- an eyesight and a restricted vision like a cone of vision <laughs> but it's an un- un- there's like a whole scene which is like what i imagined parasite the maxim is is like it's got it's like in his <laughs> oh, hand oh, yes and yes. But like you get a first person view and i'm like so it can see out of the hand like <laughs> like it was yes. it was very weird <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't even connect so, the two. There you go. Thanks, Morgan. Uh, oh my god, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. Um, I, I, I did, like, I, I've watched this a fair few times because, like, this is a very beloved movie of my dad's. So he's showed this and Army of Darkness, which is the third movie in the trilogy to me. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. But it's like, this movie in particular, it's really slow in the middle. In, like, the second half, the, the second half is just like. Drag- compared to the start, compared to the first like half hour, which is I think amazing, 
you get into the second half era, it's just like kind of draggy at bits. You have a lot of like absence of Bruce Campbell, which is a shame because Bruce Campbell is like he makes this movie ama- like amazing for me. Every scene that he's in, I, I love it. I think he's a fantastic comedic actor. But yeah, it just drags for me in certain bits. That's interesting because um, I had the opposite experience whereby I thought the pacing was pretty spot on. Like I didn't once look at the, oh. my watch. I didn't once look at the time. It sort of whipped by. Fair enough. I was like, oh, is this over? That's cool. I was like, what? I was, yeah, I was really quite, yeah, I don't know. Well, it sort of grabbed go. me maybe. and didn't let me go throughout the whole <laughs> thing. That's, that's good. Oh, maybe, maybe that's then because I've just seen it too much. That, that's fair. That's maybe, cool. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Um, so can well, I? So can I ask? Because I was like, I was going in and I'm like, I haven't seen the first movie, so this is gonna be interesting. But you, it sounds like you haven't seen it either, Zach. Is that correct? So okay. So um, for for I reckon from this point, spoilers. I, I would say I would definitely if you can get your hands on this movie, I would definitely watch it. You do not need to see the first one to see this movie. This movie, this movie and this third movie are by themselves fine to watch. <laughs> Sam Raimi has a really strange approach to these movies uh, and I'll talk about that in a bit but I would definitely recommend these movies I think they're very very fun and very entertaining to watch they're a bit old hat but there's nothing like too old in there that makes it unwatchable it's all really fun shit I think if you know what you're going in for like it's not don't take it seriously and you'll be fine no it is it is absolutely this like comedic approach to like 50s horror genre tropes and stuff and it does a lot of fun stuff with them yeah um, I must admit that anyway. was probably my biggest issue with the film is I didn't know what it was going in straight away. And so I just, I just didn't know. And it sort of took me a bit to go, oh, I see what they're doing now. I'll just embrace it and go along with it. But there was that period there where I was like, what is going on? How should I react? Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> like in the first 20 minutes, Bruce Campbell's character is like um he, I, I don't know if he does such a perfect job or like the the setting is so great but he's just so vapid and characterless and just generic so you just like i don't care about you but then he starts getting into the insanity parts and you're like oh that's that's very funny <laughs> like it's very good but yeah no that's i think that's recommendations across the board it, it's a lot i was really uh, annoyed that we couldn't watch this together i think this is a really perfect movie to watch with people yeah that would have been it's great. very fun to watch with people um, but that's just how it is. That's fine. Uh, anyway, so first movie and second movie. So The Evil Dead 1 was a indie movie that Sam Raimi made with Bruce Campbell and a couple other people for a very, very small budget. Um, and he made it and he finished it and it was not the movie they wanted, but it was very popular, like in a cult way. It made a bunch of money. So what Sam Raimi did is he took the money he made off the first Evil Dead and remade it and called it Evil Dead 2. So Evil Dead 2 is the same story, the same arc and everything but just with a bigger budget and it's a better done movie and you could just kind of ignore Evil Dead 1. Now, I say that not having seen... I think I've seen Evil Dead 1 twice and I'm not exactly super jazzed on it, but I'm sure that anyone who maybe has taken more time to appreciate it, maybe it is better on some levels. I just think Evil Dead 2 is so much funnier and it's so much... It's like a joy to watch. I I don't get that for Evil Dead 1. But yeah, you don't have to watch Evil Dead 1 to know what is happening in Evil Dead 2. It is the same movie. I must admit... I was a little annoyed when you said to us, oh, we're going to watch Evil Dead 2. And I was like, well, just, <laughs> just now I have to watch two films. And then I was Googling, do I have to see the first one in order to see the second one? I was like, now this is a big commitment, Zach. It's like saying, oh, I want to watch Harry Potter 8 as my thing. And it's just like, oh, well, no, I have to so watch good. all the other ones first. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I, I would have loved if you'd chucked Scream 3 at us, Nosh. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, um, I was de- definitely tossing up how to whether or not to do Army of Darkness, the third one, because that's my favorite one. Because it's it's like every bit of comedic jammed up to eleven. Everything is just like there's just way more gags. There's way more like props, silly props. Way way more Bruce Campbell fighting random monsters. It's really good. Um, but no, this one's still pretty solid. Um, yeah, but that, that's the story for Evil Dead 1. You don't have to watch it. You can watch Evil Dead 2 and then Evil Dead 3 and it's fine. This is why I was so confused because I was like, this is Evil Dead 2. But from what I've <laughs> from what I've seen and read about the first one, it seems very similar to the first one. I do not understand. It's exactly the same. Because oh, yeah, I, I didn't read anything about the first one. I was just like, oh, well, I read that you didn't have to watch the first one. So I was like, okay, I'll just go in. I just presumed that the first one was about the old couple who found the book and were doing the translating <laughs> and things. I just presumed that that was about that. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, you know, am I supposed to know oh, who that's... the mother is? And, the, you know. That's what they'd do these days, wouldn't they? They'd make yeah. a whole, like, they'd make this movie and then they'd make a whole movie about the old couple and how the mother gets mm-hmm. it, ends up in the basement, uh, which would be dumb. Um, but I, I don't know. I, oh, God. I watched this. I, so I watched this with Dad again because so, I was like, I, I've got to watch this, Dad. Do you want to watch it with me? And we just sat there. We were just laughing a ton at so much of the stupid <laughs> props. It was great. Like, um, the freaking, the stop motion animation in this is is so obviously bad, but it's a little bit creepy, but it's it's just so fun <laughs> to watch it again and just feel like, oh, that's a Barbie head doll on a <laughs> on a burnt Barbie body. <laughs> that's that's all it is. <laughs> it was The way it moved, though, is still, like, disconcerting, so it works. Like, it yeah. Just, uh, yeah. And I, I also, yeah. like, really liked the head in the vice. I thought that was cool as well, like, when you yeah. put the head in the vice. <laughs> that was good. Or even just when he's, like, it's attached to his hand, it's, like, biting him, he's just smashing it into everything. You're smashing it around. Yes, that was funny. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, was, I said it to Dad that like watching this again, Bruce Campbell seems like Jim Carrey ten years before Jim Carrey became a huge hit in this movie. So much of everything he's doing, mm. like his huge facial expressions, he's very incredible. Physical he's like insane yeah. physicality. Yeah, yeah, very physical. Yeah, but he's not yeah. in a whole bunch of stuff. Like he's like Sam Raimi loves him and puts him in everything he can. But I don't know him from a lot of other projects, which is a damn shame because I think Bruce Campbell's like one of my favorite comedic horror actors. He's so funny. <laughs> like there's that scene where Morgan, you were saying his hand gets infected and he goes to cut it off. <laughs> just like everything he says there is just delivered so stupid and great. He's just like, who's laughing now? And he goes to cut his hand off and there's just blood just spraying it's, into his face. It's, it's awesome. Insane. Oh, and it's great. with the hand, just a little shout out there. There was so a lot of this comedy is this sort of physical violence comedy, mm, but there I were moments there say. where I was like, "This just dialing it up," and I was like, "Oh, this is a different kind of comedy. I appreciate that." So he has the hand, he <laughs> severed the hand, and he puts it on the in, in the bucket. So he puts the bucket on top of it. Oh yeah. And he gets some books from the shelf to put them way down the bucket, and the top <laughs> book is a uh, farewell to arms. Yeah, I saw that as well. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was awesome. Oh my god. Um like so much of the comedy of this movie reminds me of what you would see in like a uh, probably early 2000s kids movie. Like Mousetrap just kept coming to my mind. So much of like just smacking each other on the head and stuff is just all over this movie. Bruce Campbell's constantly punching himself in the face. I love when and smacking the hand his head is into doors smashing and plates stuff. constantly on his head. That was great. Oh yes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and it just looks like he does it so well, and it looks like an actual other hand is attacking. Him. Yeah. I think I, I was like, just going, oh, it's just so funny. It's just so funny. And I don't know if you noticed in that scene in particular when he's in the kitchen, 
he has his mouth closed, but they've dubbed over. Like, he's gone back and dubbed over sound effect. But he's, he's got his mouth closed because he's got blood capsules in his mouth. And he has to wait for a specific part to open his mouth to let all the blood out. <laughs> so he's not actually speaking. But you hear, you hear him just go, ugh, ah, ugh. <laughs> While we're on the blood thing, there's some good blood play in this movie. Like my favorite moment is oh. when he's chainsawing the head in the vice, and you see the the blood splash yeah. on the light, and then all the lighting goes red. And I was like, "It's amazing." <laughs> yes, that was good. That was good. And it seems to be we change it up. I wrote what uh, blue, green, black, black oh yeah, red. Like we just—it's not all consistent. It's just, just sort of like nothing has the same blood. No. <laughs> it's just everything. Like yeah, yeah, you're right. Like his girlfriend when he goes to chainsaw her body in half, which is—I I love that doll that they use. That like the the human-sized um, doll that they've attached to some kind of rail, and they're just like smacking it against Bruce Campbell <laughs> with a chainsaw in its neck. I love that. But yeah, that's got black blood. Then he's got red blood. But then there's a, the monster in the basement's got green blood. But then the monster at the end has blue blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. Or even like when he shoots his hand in the wall and it's got red blood, but then it all oh, like spurts out of the hole. black. Very yes. funny. Oh, I laughed so hard at that. That was that was fantastic. Or when um the... Uh, what was it? It's Bobby Joe and that other guy. When that guy gets dragged into the basement and it's just this sea of blood <laughs> yeah. that just floats yeah. up yeah. out of you. Like, so stupid. It's so great. It's literally like oh someone God. standing on the other side of the door with a hose just, like, spraying <laughs> blood up. Spray! Yeah! yeah. Um, and, and, like, when when the the mother, when they're, like, smacking on her head to push her down and back into the basement, and her eye pops out and goes into Bobby Joe's It's like, oh, my God. Oh, and my God. And I was God. like, is she going to turn now? Because she's yeah, tasted I, I was like, uh, like, I think with you, Morgan, you commented, yeah, it was hard to get a read on the rules of these monsters, and I was mm-hmm. like, so when does someone get possessed and when don't they get possessed? And I was trying to figure it out, but yes. The comedy sort of overrode that after movie, a while. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm along yeah, for the yeah. ride now. The, the rules of it seem very much based on what would be funniest at the time. They're, like, there are rules, but they're not incredibly hard rules, which can annoy people, I, I just said. But, like, I I appreciate that both of you got to a certain point where it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. you understand it doesn't matter. It's just about getting the gag in, which yes. is really good. Yeah. Um, did you guys like when, uh, I'm jumping all over the place here, but I just had like... It's that kind when, of movie, you when, can't, there's no like, we can't yeah, just like just follow it along. It's, you gotta think no, about what's fair. stuck that's in your fair. mind. Um, I was just thinking the bit where Ash like tools up and he makes the little chainsaw brace for his cut oh off hand God. and he puts the shotgun on his back and he just goes, groovy. Groovy. I, such a weird delivery. I, I adore that line i think that is just such perfect delivery and i think bruce campbell nails it so hard and like that's one of the reasons i like the third one because the third one he says it a bunch <laughs> but he does a, such a good job with it i really it's like awesome. that scene like the idea like like always make like always i always love a scene when it's like we're gonna go arm up we're gonna make some weapons so like yeah he straps to his yeah. arm he does the cool cut like it reminded me of um I don't know, and it's probably based on, like, there was an old video game, it might have been Dead Rising, and you could go to, like, tool shops mm. and make these, like, cool weapons with chainsaws and stuff. It reminded me of that, and I was like, oh, this is, like, oh, yeah, man. cool feeling, yeah. and that's, like, probably where the video game Hell took yeah. their inspiration from, is, like, yeah, you can oh, go and yeah. attach, like, yeah. you would attach, like, chainsaws to, like, paddle oars and dumb stuff like that, and I'm like, this seems, like, exactly, like, where this idea sort of started, and you're like, yeah, yeah man, like, to his arms. 
For a comedy horror movie, I feel like this movie is quite influential on a ton of horror that's come afterwards. Like, Cabin in the Woods, I'm absolutely certain that cabin is modelled on this, the cabin in this movie. I got vibes from I was from just thinking well, yeah. about it. I was thinking, like, the, the basement, like, the hatch it seems to be the same. The living room seems to be the same. The actual corridor and the different bedrooms, they seem to be modelled on it as well. But... It's just fascinating to me, like, because, yeah, like, this is a movie that is def- definitely trying not to take itself seriously and point out all these stupid tropes and mm. make fun of them, or, like, change them in a fun way. Yeah. But so much of it is so well done that people are like, I actually want this in my horror movie, and I want to try and make it work. <laughs> it's, yes. like, uh, the mother, like, the evil version of the mother, that uh, bodysuit is so great. Because it's just gross. It's like the quintessential old witch bodysuit. Yeah. Um, Speaking Um, of the bodysuit, just for a moment, hmm. Morgan, uh, when you saw that bodysuit, did you think, oh, yeah, this is a Zach horror film. This is Suspiria all over again. (laughs) I was like, uh, with the sort of gross... Oh, my God, that's so correct. But it's like, is this this Zach's type of horror film that you got to have some sort of gross, (laughs) naked uh, body in there? (laughs) Got to have a gross naked old lady, otherwise it's not it's just good. The Zach, it's just the Zach <laughs> stable. Yeah, that's yeah, it, it's the Zach stable. Hey, but that, that was one of my off. notes. I was like, come on, Zach, creepy, nude. Is what I wrote <laughs> there. Oh, there, was, there was a scene where I was like, Sam Raimi, you're a creep. When Bobby Joe gets like taken up by the vines and like shoved into a tree, I was like, oh, come on, Sam Raimi. That, that's a bit creepy. Like not even in a horror way. That's just like... Mm. <laughs> that was the but yeah otherwise. that was the weird thing because it was like I feel like of all the scenes we got like we we got pretty definitive like deaths for everyone and like we got the expl- mm. this one was like she just got like sma- like vined up and taken into a tree it was just like is she gonna come back what's <laughs> it yeah, was just kind of she's gone <laughs> that could have been one of those like uh, low budget movie things where it's like oh we lost the actress or, or like we did have a definitive death for her but. She's not coming back, so we're just gonna have her disappear into a tree, yeah. and that's it. I think it's just like a thing like the person like there's always one person who goes out into the woods, and like mm. they get mm. they disappear or something. It's like a it's a trope. It is a trope, mm. yeah. And even uh, when Did the vine get... started to rip her clothes, I was like, oh, here we go. This trope yeah, I was again. like, mm, I was like, mm, 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 mm. but see. it didn't go too far. It didn't go too no, far. No, it didn't. That. No, thankfully. But, um, yeah. Oh. Oh my god, the amount of just blatant murder that happens in this... Sorry, there's only two, but it's just so funny how characters react to blatant murder. Like, in the first two minutes, our protagonist, Ash, kills his girlfriend. That was my other thing. He he doesn't know what's going on, and he just buries her. Yeah, he seems to be uh, very (laughs) calm. He's a little bit going a little crazy, but his reactions, I'm like, this is not normal reactions to what's happened. You just... I know. Your girlfriend got, like, possessed by something, and you immediately cut her head off, and then buried her and then he's just kind of sitting there like i don't know what's going on like wonder this is a bit strange like i'm like you should be feeling more emotions now man i know and then but it I got really, really strange when the zombie started to dance <laughs> and i was like okay I, I put in like that's like super twin peaks the piano there is like inc- and it, especially his soap opera reaction is so twin peaks it's oh, so, well, it I, so i wrote westworld piano yeah. Opening in Westworld, I was like, ah, oh, there you go. But yes, that, that was quite a, yes, Twin Peaks as well. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 I did, I, I was, uh, as I said, I was a bit 
uh, annoyed that we didn't have the opportunity to watch together because I think this would have been so much fun to sit on the couch and especially because you guys didn't know what the first movie was and I had some expectations for the first movie being important just sit there and just watch this with you and just like have the laughs come through because oh there's some good what about the scene right because I love the props in this but the scene where he's he's properly going mad he's just cut off his hand and ev- everything starts coming alive in the room and he starts and laughing they all at start them, laughing. and they start laughing at him and like the Pixar lamp that's like bobbing with him <laughs> Yes, and he starts to bob it's with so the lamp. It's so cartoonish. Uh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, it is like it's like oh my God. a very obvious like descent into madness. Yes, mm. I watched this with uh, mum and dad, and that was the moment oh, when I'm like, I had enough, uh, and dad <laughs> oh. looked at me, and we were like, oh no, this is quite amusing. We sort of shared a look over yeah. the thing. We're like, this is quite funny. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm done. I'm... <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, no. Oh. I suppose that's fair to say. If you're just like not a fan of horror, or if it's just like not landing with you, I reckon this movie would be quite insane. But oh, it's just I found it so funny. <laughs> oh no, no, we um, did. It was just Mum didn't. It was just like that was the yeah, yeah. No, that's idea. what I'm getting. Absolutely, absolutely. That's fair. Oh my god, I I hope that we get an opportunity to watch the third one yeah. together. Well, that was the thing. I would love to watch the third. I wasn't one sure. The third one is. I was like at a moment where I was like, I don't know. Because, like, I know, like, in the third, I'm like, oh, he travels back in time. I'm like, I wonder how that happens. I wonder how that's <laughs> done. And then I was like, I didn't... That was, like, at the start of the movie when I was doing research. And then, like, at the end, I'm like, I have no fucking idea how this movie's going to end. Like, how is it... <laughs> he's just going to go about his life with a chainsaw arm. And then at some point, he's going to get dragged back in time. And I'm like, oh, no, of course, they just ble- they just full-on set up the second... Like, that makes so much sense. Like, yeah. We, we jump from this movie directly into the next one. Don't even know oh if everything's God. resolved. We don't know what happens. <laughs> We just go straight into the third one. And it got me hyped. I'm like, man, I want to watch the third one now. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely made a note of this. Like, I knew what happens and I know the third one. But if you've just, like, been dropped into this movie, it is an insane expectation to think that this movie goes back in time at one point. That's craziness. <laughs> like, why would you expect a movie about a, a demon in the cabin, in a cabin in the woods to take someone to the medieval California, which is where it is? They also like it's yeah, 100% they were peppering it. They were peppering it. They, yeah, they laid the ground about space time continuum and the rift and all that. And I was like, I've seen Doctor Who. So I know stupid. what's up. But they like also sort of like the art of like the the man from the sky, and it's like it's like it looks enough like him that you're like, oh, that looks a bit like him. And then it gets to the end, and it's that oh, so it zooms funny. out, and it's like that exact shot. And I'm like, yeah, this is it's, it works. They tied up all their loose ends. <laughs> Lost completely out of the blue. Uh, um, did you guys appreciate the big face monster at the end? I thought that was like super cool. Like, th- there's mm. definitely a point about twenty minutes in where it becomes like a, a horror house, like a really good one you'd want to yeah. go see. But all the props and stuff they're coming alive like they're in a horror house. That big face at the end was like sick. It was like um, <laughs> labyrinth kind of design. I, I I took it as yeah, like, I get, faces yeah. in the face. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. It was great. The trees mm-hmm. are a bit much for me on the outside. I was like, oh, this is just Lord of the Rings, yeah? I was just like, this is <laughs> just gone wild. Uh, <laughs> the creepiest and most sinister creatures in Lord of the Rings. That's right, the, the trees. Um, that's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just also want to give a shout-out to some of the camera moves that we used in this film, too. This, the one that sort of stood out with me, the one that you it, referred yeah. to before, Morgan, was the um, perspective of the hand as it's dragging across the floor and dragging him across the floor to go get to the butcher's knife. That's so, uh, that's so good, that one. And that perspective is just trunk, trunk, as we're seeing it drag. But there were quite a few, <laughs> like, um, 
or shot as it sort of retreats from the house and sort of like a reverse POV, if you will. It sort of retracts and then spirals out of the house and we get just hit with this sea of fog. Um, mm. there, were, there were quite a few that I was like, oh, right, I, I see what you're doing there. That's cool. Mm. Yeah, this this movie. De- I think this movie definitely got famous with critics because of those shots where it's following him for like almost a kilometer. Just it seems to be someone running with the camera. But then there's a scene. There's one of those where it goes through the car as well, which mm. I always like. That's that's cool too. That's very interesting how they would have done that. But yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Like I think this is probably why Sam Raimi got the Spider Man movies is the camera work he shows off in this movie and stuff. Perhaps, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I, oh, I also wanted to say the sound design I loved in this movie. Like, all the punches were Indiana Jones punches. Oh. The the demon possession demon camera that, that had a really sick, like, whooshing effect when it when it came in. The hand makes all these fantastic little squeaky noises and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Um, and, like, the shotgun's got, like, this fantastic pop every time he pops the shells out and the, the gunshots are, like, super loud and shit. It's great. It's great. I love it. It's fantastic stuff. Yeah. We, we good? Do you guys have anything yeah, else you want to talk about I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I think we've covered no, it it's, it's, We've like, covered, yes. Yeah. Well, we've gone through my notes anyway. Uh. Oh, there was one thing. I really, like, <laughs> talk about small details. There's, like, I think it's after Ash has been possessed and, like, the necklace brings him back, but the necklace has fallen on mm. the ground, and it's fallen on the ground in the shape of, like, a skull. And I'm like, that's just a small, very small, stupid, dumb touch, but I really, I don't know, I, I noticed it, and I really liked it. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. But apart from that, that's I think, tough. yeah. All right, well, I'm super glad you guys liked it. Like, I think this movie is very, like, famous amongst people who, who like movies from that time period, but I think maybe people our age maybe haven't heard of it or have just heard of it and not seen it. Yeah, I was uh, I was definitely the latter there. Like I'd heard of it, I just hadn't seen it, and I was just yeah, like, yeah, okay. same. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, I wasn't. And I think it's disappointed either. Like sometimes mm. when you see those older films, and you're watching it with a modern lens, and you're sort of like, oh, right. I remember when Mum and Dad showed me The Omen for the first time, <laughs> and I watched that. It's just I not thought, scary. I pissed myself. I thought it was hilarious, and Mum and Dad's like, no, this is yeah. a serious. This is a serious horror film. Oh. And I was like, oh, no, but this did not disappoint. No. Uh, it's bad th- shit, it's probably... but it didn't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's probably because it's not, like, a critically acclaimed movie. I think that's mm. why. I think I think people understand that it's tongue-in-cheek and campy, and it still is tongue-in-cheek and campy, and that's why yeah. it's still fun. Like, that's probably mm. why it survived that. Um, but, Norish, I've had a similar experience. Mum, oh, sorry, Dad showed me a show called The Night Watchman from, like, the 70s mm. that, they, that he was terrified of when he was a kid, but it's so stupid and so so funny because every costume and every like creature is dumb and hilarious and there's absolutely those moments where you see the costume but you can also see the guy who's wearing the costume's watch and his sneakers underneath the costume <laughs> and it's hilarious it's so good you're not supposed to notice those details zach it's just no, 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 the no. story no, uh. no no it's great it's great shit <laughs> Anyway, no, thanks okay, so for thank watching you, this, Thank guys. you for showing that. Uh, it's what I needed no, on my Saturday yeah. night, to be perfectly I'm honest with you. I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. I thought last horror movie I showed you was quite intense and yes. terrifying. Uh, it's good to have like one that you can sort of have a laugh with and have fun with. Yeah, your last one yeah. shook me up, something chronic, and this one was just sort of like, oh, no, it's a good time. Uh- <laughs> good, good, good. Okay, well that's that's sort of wrapped up. Um, what have you guys been watching in the last week since I've seen you? What what's been on the list? I promise I won't work away this time. 
<laughs> well, we won't we won't dive straight into reality TV. We'll just save a little bit of time there. Um, no, I watch. Uh, I'm just going to jump right in. So thanks for yeah. Anyway, um, I watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire, a film that I've been wanting to watch. Finally, for oh ages my. and ages and ages, and I finally found the time to watch it, and I really liked it. I really, really did. Um, our good mate uh, Dom, friend of the friend show, of the show. Uh, recommended it to me, and I was like, oh, okay, let's let's see, let's see. He just raved about it, and so. I was mm. like, "How mm. good is it going to be?" Like, I sort of no, I tempered my well, expectations. Here's, here's the people... thing with Dom. Like, I'm gonna tell you. So Dom, Dom is like, "Oh, I, I, Bad Boys Two is my favorite movie of all time." Right? Like, this is Dom. I'm being yes. Dom. He's like, "Bad Boys Two is my favorite movie of all time." And I studied film, and I love, and I'm like, and it's like, and I haven't seen a bunch of these and critically acclaimed films. It's like, and he's all right, genuinely Dom. talented as well. Yeah, like he he has a genuine oh, yeah. talent for film. And it's like, okay, Dom. All right, but he's and then he'll be like, all. "Oh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire." <laughs> is uh, an amazing film. And I'm like, oh, I trust you. Despite despite what your resume says, I 100% trust you and I will watch it. <laughs> I was at least going to check it out and see, like, uh, I'll be a judge for that for myself. Especially uh, after Survive Style like 5 as well. Yes, indeed. He's come up with some weird and wonderful films, uh, recommendations, I say. Um, but no, I really liked it. It was really good. Um, sort of commented on... Well, they often talk about the male gaze in film uh, theory and the idea that we're often seeing things from the male perspective. And this is very much the female gaze, and it was very much on the emphasis of that. And uh, who was watching who? And it was, yeah, it was really quite well done. I really Also, I from what I've read about it, afterwards. it's a movie about female gaze, right? Like, G- yeah, G- it's <laughs> about female gaze and female gaze. Uh, yeah, that's right. The both, both the gaze. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Awesome, awesome. That's what you want. <laughs> and I Perfect. was astonished that it was not nominated for the uh, best foreign film uh, category at the Academy Awards. I was just, it was just sort of shocked me. I was just like, I watched it and I. I feel like it's a movie that just not enough people saw. From yeah, I, I think so. I did have to get it well, shipped did it, in. Did it, um, anyway, if it came out last year. It also had yeah, last an insane year, yeah. amount of competition, didn't it? Yeah. So I watched that. Uh, watched Rebels. a lot He's of reality Rebels. television. He's watched Rebels. I bet I've watched some more Rebels, yeah. yeah I'm now nice. into the final season. Uh, a few episodes into the final season now. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed that it's only 15 episodes, but we'll just we'll just deal with that. Uh, Look, it's, it's no Parasite the Max. <laughs> <laughs> I we have, have one episode in the last week, Zach, so I'm still inching oh, closer good, and closer to that finale. Uh, that's all good. When I finish the show... I will have to. I think we need a special Do episode. Do a complete about, breakdown episode. A real by breakdown episode. about what I thought about uh, <laughs> as the journey oh. and my journey with the show. Um, I'll have to watch it again because it's passed through my mind at this point. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> it's honest. So long. Um, it's been so long. <laughs> and I finished um, Big Little Lies. Uh, so I finished season two. I mentioned it last episode that we had um, that I started it. I finished it. Now with my binge free trial, uh, make the most of my binge free trial, and I finished that there. And I also found this delightful little show called Making It, with uh, Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler host this sort of uh, mm. it's like Lego Masters, but with craft, uh, and sort of making things out of paper and felt and all sorts. So it's just a sort of feel good TV shows. It's also on binge, but I don't think I'll be paying when my free trial ends this Saturday. Anyway. <laughs> but that's that's all. That's all I've that's all I've been watching. What have you guys been watching? 
Alrighty, let's get into it. Um, movies. Oh, Morgan, can I can I go because I've got like two things. Oh yeah, I, go. I haven't been watching much. I just watched like Batman Begins, Batman: The Dark Knight. Uh, I rewatched The Witcher and I rewatched Mindhunter. And that was my so week. You, so you stopped. <laughs> I had a very good week. So you stopped at Dark Knight. You decided I'm not going to do Dark Knight Rises. Is that is that the decision? No, like I, look, it's not that I don't like Dark Knight Rises, but. I was fine with stopping at the Dark Knight. <laughs> it's, it's, I was, so I was like okay Batman with it. Begins is is fine, but the and so but it's, it's, it's always good to watch and you watch it and then you get to Dark mm. Knight right Dark Knight and you're like oh and it's really hard to go past that like it's such a like, it's really hard to go to the next one like r- yeah Rises didn't mm. capture me. And, no, and Batman um, Begins like does good. so much of the heavy lifting for that franchise. There's so yeah. much. Yeah, sort of exposition and explanation of the character in that film. So but the Dark Knight doesn't have to do like any quite, of that. Yeah. And it's just yeah, Batman's it, it walked so Dark begins. Knight could run. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> but like, Batman Begins is not boring in its exposition. It's like no. really good at doing quick little bits that people can understand. And and there's like stuff in, there's details in there that if you want to go back and watch it, you can get it, no problem. But if you're just sitting there and you're not really absorbing it, it just makes sense visually. So you know, oh, that's our hero. That's our villain. That's our story. That's what he wants. This is our helping characters. And this is like, yeah, it makes sense enough. So if you're just sitting there, it's good. It's a good movie. And for a film that's 15 years old, I imagine it would still hold up. Like three years before before the first Iron Man, if we're just doing things. and Yeah. It does not feel like a 15-year-old movie. It definitely feels like... If it had come out two years ago, I wouldn't have been super shocked, which is strange to say uh, about movies that old. Yeah, because like you watch the Iron Man movie and it does seem quite dated now. I I think I haven't watched it for a bit, but am I wrong there? Is it? It's still. I, don't know, pretty I haven't dated, watched it, it in forever. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it in ages either. Can't comment. Uh. Okay, sorry, Morgan. Uh, can I also ask Zach? Was that your first watch of The Witcher as well, or have you watched it already before? No, no, that that was my second watch. I I really really enjoyed. Should the I Witcher. watch it I know, again? Like, a lot of... I really enjoyed it. I should watch it again, right? Yeah, it's still fun. It's still like <laughs> it's still more Henry Cavill doing great acting, and I I, I now really like that main actress again. Watching it again, I, I really appreciate the role she plays and stuff. And yeah, it was still it's still a fun show. I liked it a lot. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. What have I been watching? So Friday, I haven't watched many movies, but I'll go through them. Friday, Greatest Showman came to Disney Plus. So watched it with a group of friends, isolation, stream, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's fine. Still, yeah, still good. Hmm. Not not spectacular, but good. Uh, and then is it good? Yeah. I was gonna. Ask, is it good for people who like appreciate that sort of spectacular musical movie sort of thing? Yeah. I mean, no? it, it, if you if you need, if you need a musical kick, it's there. Norris Norris okay. is shaking his head. What are you? What's wrong, Alex? There's better musicals out there. Far better <laughs> musicals. Uh, I wouldn't. I, don't I wouldn't know. seek this one out. The one scene in the bar with Zac Efron and Hugh Jackman is like gets me every. It's such a perfect musical number, and it's only three of them, and yeah. that might be why it's the bartender in those. It's yeah. I don't know. Mm. That's my honest to god favorite scene. The rest of the movie doesn't. Imp- yeah, it's fine. It, oh, the opening scene is actually where he's the people in the background and it's all shadowy opening and then that scene and watch those on YouTube and then you don't have to watch the movie. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I'd agree with that, Morgan. I'd agree. <laughs> um, cool. And then yesterday, immediately after watching Evil Dead 2, uh, we watched the Clue, the movie. I'd never seen it before. So watching Clue with oh, Tim Curry and uh, a bunch mm-hmm. of other people. Which? Uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Which ending did... So I, 
What did you... Yeah, so I don't know much about the movie. I just know that there are like six different endings to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot yes. there was multiple endings, so they, they went through all the different endings. I think there is like the the, the last one they show is kind of like that. This is what actually happened, but like they, oh, yeah. I think they give you. I don't know. It's hard to. It, it really is whatever you interpret. Um, it's fun. I think it's like as far as like uh, movies based on board games go, it's very good. It's very clever, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Tim Curry was great at the start. I'm like, oh yeah, this is pretty. He's doing pretty good. But then, like towards the end, the third act, he just like kicks it off. He's running everywhere. He's doing this amazing, like explaining, like the kind of laying it out for you. And I'm like, yeah, no, he. I can see why he's this kind of like kicked him off because he's doing he's doing some amazing work here. So fun movie. I'm glad I watched it, and uh, now I understand all the things that people reference about it. Um, and then so that's all the movies I watched, and then TV shows. Started a rewatch of Misfits. Um, I think I was just needed oh. that fill that void that was unfinished Umbrella Academy, and I was like, I need another superhero show with Robert Sheehan in it, and I'm like, oh, I can go and watch Misfits. Uh, nice, <laughs> nice. Where he has an Irish accent now. Um, for the, he's, he's so different. Yeah, it's very different. <laughs> in that show, it's great. It's great. He's a very. I would say oh, that that nice. show. I was like, oh yeah, this is a comedy show, and then like watching it back, I'm like, oh no, this is like I forgot how much of a drama this show is as well. Like it's a comedy mm. drama. But I was like, mm. I remembered it as much more of a comedy, but I'm like, it's still good. But I'm like, oh no, it's like drama as well. Like, yeah, that was Especially because like, what's the episode where Robert Sheehan starts like seeing that elderly lady? Yeah. That's a very intense episode. <laughs> that just like yeah. kicks up. <laughs> but, <laughs> For yeah. some reason, that one. Alana had never seen it. And so she's enjoying it and I'm enjoying rewatching it. So that's fun. And the only other thing is um, when this show came out, I watched like the first two episodes. I couldn't get into it, but I've been like... I, I'm excited because uh, I know Mark Hamill's in like the second season, so I've been like trying to get my way through it. So I've been watching uh, Nightfall, and I, I'm actually I'm into it okay. now. It's the history show about the Templars and their quest for the Grail, and um, yeah, I, like I'm really into it now, and it's really good. So I'm look, I'm working my way through that. It's good. Can I ask Morgan with that one? Could I get a good experience out of it just like having it on in the background? Because I need a show that I can just put on. Uh, Is that something you have to pay attention to? I would say, oh, I don't. I, it's hard because you probably could just get something okay. out of it watching, but I feel like if you want to watch it properly, you need to pay attention. But you probably could just chuck it on the background and be like, oh yeah, this okay. is what's going on. I guess I don't know. As cool. I said, I'm like only like a cut. It's like a shortened season, so like 50 minute episodes, and mm. I'm only halfway through, like five, six episodes in. But it's still, it's still okay. interesting. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. I don't think I've been watching anything else. Aside from reality TV, obviously, Mars Singer Come came on. back. Oh, yeah, no. I was going to say, not, not <laughs> Go one for mention it. of Guys, reality television. I mean, what's been happening in the world of reality TV? I mean, it was a big, it was a big week, Zach. Big week. It was so big. Bachelor in Paradise me, ended, me, and then Bachelor started. Oh, no. And then Mars Singer oh. started again. Oh, I love Mars Singer so much. <gasps> it was a big, oh. it was a big Osh week, which is so big. Osh yeah. Week. Oh my god. Osh, 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 Osh is just kicking off, eh? He's got so much talent, that man. <laughs> He does. He could host anything, really. He could host uh, anything, and I would. Oh yeah, him. yeah, of course. But yeah, uh, Mars Singer's back, so the spreadsheets are up and running. We've got our clues. We've kind of figured out, nutted out some, and we don't know some others. I was a bit just. Dis- it is the first week, so the ones that did get unmasked, I was a bit like, yeah, sports stars. I don't really like who the hell is Michael Bevan. Or- oh, I had no idea yeah. who they were. I was like, I know what? who Mark Philippoussis was though, because I was a tennis child. So. Oh yeah. I was okay. like, oh, I remember Mark Philippoussis. I hadn't thought about him in ten years, but I remember him. But it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. I was most definitely not a tennis child, so I had no idea. <laughs> you got any, what you got any guesses? Play? Was it rugby? I like the uh, Mark Holden puppet guess. I think uh, that's a good one. That, that, that sits with me. 
Uh, I'm 100% on board for, like, Eddie Perfect isn't even describing his voice for Frillneck. He's just, it comes out, I'm like, oh, that's Eddie Perfect. I I, I haven't heard him sing in years, but I I, I know that's Eddie Perfect. And the wizard, I'm pretty sure, is um, Isaiah Firebrace. Firebrace, yeah. We're on that train as well. We're all aboard that Firebrace train. I was like, yeah, very much so. And before Zach slips into a coma. Yeah. uh, No, I'm I'm right here, man. I'm I'm all about them. <laughs> Eddie Perfect, Desire Firebrace. Oh, these guys are so suspenseful. <laughs> these are musical artists, Zach. You should be familiar with them. They're not even reality TV people. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, because yeah, Firebrace went to yep. Eurovision. You love Eurovision. Yeah, yeah no, I Eurovision, yeah, I know. See? I I said that before <laughs> you even said it, so I think Zach would like Eurovision. Have you ever seen Eurovision? I've seen Eurovision. I appreciate Eurovision because the spirit of Eurovision is not to manipulate. The spirit of Eurovision is to celebrate. It's yes. nice. It's good. I like Eurovision. <laughs> what were you going to say? I would distinguish Eurovision from reality TV. Norish, <laughs> if that's what you're trying to I'm project. I'm just saying there, they I, are yeah. real people competing for a prize. Um, yes, but they're not cutting away every three seconds and snipping together different audio clips to make it sound like they said something bitchy when they actually didn't. That's, that's, the, that's that the Eurovision difference. The where they, before they sing, and <laughs> they're like, I... oh, here I am dancing in the streets and things. Anyway. Uh, to be fair, though, by Zach's definition, Masked Singer isn't a reality TV show, and he would enjoy that as well. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, see, but I do. I watch it. I, Eddie, perfect. And... All right, Alex. You got anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? I today? just want to take a moment while we're here together to talk about a little gripe oh. I've been having recently about the release of Mulan. Have we heard about how Mulan's going to get released? Coming out on this- the 4th of September, which is Alana's birthday. So I have, I'm have i going to buy it for her as a present. Because even though I have Disney+, Plus, I still have to pay uh, $33 to watch it. Yes. $33? Oh, it's like 30 yes. It's around $30, I think. I'm not sure. That's gross, Disney. That's More gross. More than the ticket price if I was going to the movies to see, see it. You more say that, Alex, ticket but price is it more than the ticket price food. of your entire household going? No. Because they understand that every account has multiple people on it. Okay, that that's where the the balance is. Okay, no, no I, I still no, don't understand no, no, no. the just, business. Just hold, hold, hold the fun. I'm getting slugged twice for this film. <laughs> so let me just see. Right, I pay my you know monthly subscription, and now I'm paying for this film on top of the monthly subscription. It's extra content. It's, like it's DLC, no, no, no. It's Alex. Not like it's I get DLC. a discount for my loyalty for the brand. It's not like I'm getting a discount like I get it for $22 because I've been with Disney Plus for so long. No, I'm slugged at the same price as some other newbie who's just logged on to Disney Plus. And what gets me is, yes, I get to keep it and watch it as many times as I want after paying for it. But... You're buying it. You're if buying I was... No, no, no. I get to watch as many times as I want if I keep up with my subscription. If I don't pay for a month and then come back... And I'm like, oh, no, I, was, I really do want Disney+. Plus. I have a moment there where I'm like, oh, cancel it. I'll go back to it. Mulan will be gone. And I'll have to pay the $33 again. So I only have the right to watch it as long as I keep providing them money well, Alex, over Alex, and over you, again. You and I both know you're going to keep Disney+. Plus. They keep making Star Wars content, so you're going to keep... Ma- we both know. You know deep down that you're keeping your Disney Plus subscription. I know. It's just like- even Zach knows. <laughs> I, and I don't have Disney Plus, so <laughs> I know double. <laughs> I just feel a little bit ripped off. I don't know. I just doesn't sit well with me. Well, then don't don't buy it, Alex. Don't support the the main actress's uh, support of Hong Kong. Don't give her the don't. money. Don't give her the privilege. 
just don't do this. That was the big. No, no, that no, was no. the big. She she dis she actively does not support Hong Kong. That was the big controversy. Isn't it? She supports the she. Everyone else is no. against. No, she supports China, and everyone yes. else against. Yeah, she okay, supports yes. China, That's it, yeah. not Hong Kong. That's right. So. A lot of people are like, well, we're boycotting this. <laughs> we're just straight up not going to watch this movie. I, I'm I happy to say I'm a shit person and I want to watch it. I don't think I'll be paying for it. I'll wait for it to be included in my normal monthly subscription. Now, nah, Alex will do the ended. Alex thing because this is, if you're doing an Alex bingo card, this is going to be on it. This is what Alex is going to do. He's going to have it shipped in. So Alex, Alex go to, <laughs> so, shipping it in. I love a good ship, <laughs> shipped in. Yep. Bring it in. Physical media is not dead. <laughs> I still like physical media. So I was going to say, this is the big test piece for Disney, is it? Because if, if Mulan makes them the equivalent, like, you know, however hundred, hundreds of millions of dollars on their streaming service, we might just see the death of cinema. Yes. <laughs> because if they Very make possible. the same amount of money on the streaming service or more, they'll just keep going, all right, next month we're releasing the next Disney movie just straight to Disney Plus and only Disney Plus. And the next Star Wars movie and the next Star Wars show is only now going to be on Disney Plus. And we're going to make billions of dollars that way, and cinemas across the world will die. Nah, you won't, because you, <laughs> yes. you still got you'll still have your Christopher Nolans who are like, Tenant need it will have a cinematic release. It needs to be seen in the, cinema. It'll just become more niche, like for Logan. people like us. Yeah. We'll go instead of going but to a, we'll go to like Lido, and they'll have. We'll, it'll need it'll I, become no, niche. It'll be like a thing we do. But the cinema industry will die. It'll just yeah, you're right. It'll become niche, and there'll still be directors, and maybe you'll see a resurgence of directors who are willing to make movies, or like studios who are willing to make movies that'll get cinematic releases. But if Disney make enough money on this movie, because Disney have been the prop for cinemas for a long time with Disney movies, Star Wars movies, Marvel movies, and all that, yeah, you might just see that 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 whole shift online. That has been waiting for twenty years or whatever it was. Yeah. It's what I fear. It might be a shame. Um, Why? It's I don't just know. The I just I like the, the idea of going to the movies. Like I'm. Me just, too. I like the sensation. It does. It is of fun. going. I still don't think like they're going to make much room. money from Milan as they would like. No, See, they won't. The interesting thing is, Norish, if we had a friend who was rich enough to afford a private cinema, we might never go to a cinema again. I don't know about that actually, because I quite like the experience of going in the dark. With a bunch of strangers and just laughing at the same thing, or crying together, or you know, just experiencing emotion together. Don't even make that dirty. Like (laughs) sounds like nourish on the weekend, indeed. It's a nice experience, (laughs) and I will not let you tarnish it. We've 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 made it this far. Let's not get aggressive now. Let's let's still keep it cordial. I, I apologize, Norish. I retract my implication (laughs) that you enjoy sexual natures in in dark rooms with strangers. But I guess I guess we're gonna find out. But it's it's a, the world is changing. We're living day to day, and I guess we're gonna find out. But uh, yes, mm-hmm. all I will say on the final point on Disney Plus is they didn't make me pay extra for Artemis Fowl, and I thank them. They shouldn't make <laughs> me pay extra for Disney Plus. That's well, a bit no, they knew they knew that that wouldn't have made money. They were aware of that. They, yeah, they 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 they're, they're not stupid. <laughs> no, they're not, they're not idiots. <laughs> But uh, until uh, next time, uh, this has been another... This might even, depending how we go, be the first Spooktober special. Ooh, I'm not sure. They're all Ooh. out of order. We'll never know. We might have one next oh. or this might be the end. We don't know. But uh, thank you, Zach, for uh, celebrating Spooktober with us by bringing Evil Dead 2. Appreciate no it. No problem. Mm-hmm. No problem. I'm glad you guys liked it. I, I truly am. 
Looking forward to next week when we potentially watch a normal movie. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Thank you for beginning slash ending uh, Spooktober with me, guys. That was really good. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Merry Easter to all. <laughs> Depending on when these come out. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.